0: got they love me black black I take spin over I'm a fan got hey what's going on everybody this is boy King I'm here with my guy my brother Mr go 30. we here giving you another real direct straight to the point episode of build different Pod, and we have a special guest on today but before we get there B let them know how you've been bro
1: yes sir it's your boy Mr go 30. Um, you know, always working, always staying up, man. Um, keeping y'all up to date, you know, with the latest film sessions going on around the, the sports world. You love it. You uh, love it. So that, that's what I'm that's what I'm up to, man. I'm just excited to you know go ahead and uh uh let's introduce our guest that we got on today, man. It's gonna be a fun, fun podcast,
0: I'm sure. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we got Mr. Jason Brown. Um, last chance, you, episode three, I mean, season three and four, coach, man. Jason, how you been?
2: Man, I'm good, brother. I'm good. I appreciate you guys having me on, man, representing, uh, I love my, uh, East Coast. I, I can hear, I hear the voice, man. I know that's like a Baltimore, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't
0: be more.
2: <laughs> Newport, Newport News, Virginia. That, that, that's like a DMV, that's a DP, that's a that's that lingo, man. I recruited the whole area. I know it all. So I know it's it's from in that area. I know that.
0: <laughs> Get around the block, man. We love it. We love it. Um, and, and again, per before we started the show, man. Again, I, I'll be the first to admit I wasn't a big last chance you guy, but everybody that I know that I told you gonna be on the episode loves you, man. So for those that are listening. And that are going to hear the episode, man. Give them a little insight to Last Chance. You, your seasons, and everything you've been doing since.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, shit. I- I'm not a big fan either, so that- that's <laughs> uh, you know, I- I've yet to watch the show. I've yet to watch myself. Uh, I've seen clips and bits and pieces, obviously, from people that have sent it to me to get ahead of, like, as far as PR when I was still coaching after mm-hmm. the first season, uh, dro- before the season dropped in July, um, basically, it's already, you know, nine months since the season. So our, our, our next real football season is about to jump off. Mm-hmm. And we're in the middle of camp when actually we're, we're in camp for our second football season when this show is about to air from a year ago. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So the Netflix producer, the producer of the show, Greg Whiteley, good dude, he sent me and my boss some clips and 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 sent us the episodes to get ahead of it um, as far as PR went, um, so we could answer to folks. Cause you know I think people knew me and how I am, and mm-hmm. I think you know my bosses and them. I think they were shitting their pants, to be honest. <laughs> um, but to be honest, you know that's all I really watched was those clips. I still to this day have watched one episode because I just can't. Watch myself. I just have no interest. Probably because it was... Mm. I, I lived it, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. And, I, and to be honest, the, the best answer I can give you is I'm not a fucking actor. Mm. So <laughs> a lot of people think I'm an actor. Like I'm like, nah, homie, I'm from Compton. I, I'm a real, real deal. Like, I, I ain't no actor. And a lot of cats, they all, all oh, you just saw 10 Minutes of Fame. Oh, my God, I don't have 10 Minutes of Fame. I was a hustler before. I'm still a hustler. I'm going to be a hustler after <laughs> So love it, love it. that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and unfortunately this 10 minutes of fame thing gets to people's head because social media now has become life and it's, it's life blood for a lot of cats, especially young cats. You know what I'm saying? The younger generation, no offense to nobody, but the younger generation is, is, is eating off it. And I'm not mad. I, I'm all for it. It is what it is, but I'm not that guy. And, uh, you know, I'm still about respecting, handshaking, looking you in the eye. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, you know, in the supermarket. Uh, you know, helping helping old ladies to the car with their groceries. We don't have that no more. And, and uh, I'm still with that world, and I miss it. To be honest with you, I missed the '80s, dog. I missed the '90s. You know what I'm saying? But um, but that's just me. But 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 to answer your question, since the show, I started my own whiskey line. Um, mm. Uh, as you can see, the slap dick whiskey. Um, <laughs> it's one of one. It's 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 a 2020 newcomer whiskey of the year. It's, it's fire. Um, I got my own cigar line, and then uh, I wrote a best selling book, "Hate Me Now, Love Me Later." That's behind mm. me on my left. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, do a podcast, man. I started a podcast, just doing it a few days a week audio only then i was like you know i got i got approached by some sponsors with some decent coin and they were like i think your your reach is a bit broad we we would love to sponsor you do a show so i started on youtube grew that to where they pay me Mm -hmm. it ain't nothing major yet but but i'm just starting off and trying to get it growing so i'm starting to do that and and trying to uh dabble on that side of it. So uh, I just finished my work boot Wednesday episode. You know, I, I put my, I put my hard hat and work boots on, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how I coached on Wednesdays because Wednesdays is hump day and you got to do something different to motivate folks. So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of where I'm at, man. I'm just kind of doing that. My dogs, uh, you know, I breed pits and, uh, you know, Stogie was a world famous dog on the show with me. Uh, since then, obviously I've had some bad fortune. I had to put him down and, and this Ooh, is one of his kids behind me sleep. And then I got a few other ones. Um, but, uh, that was my dog, my road dog. And, and, uh, it kind of, you know, my dad died in 05 and, and me putting down Stogie, my dog is probably hitting me harder than my dad dying. So mm. that's just what it is, man. That's what people don't realize when, you know, you got a real deal ride or die motherfucker, like, like a dog. Cause that, I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Dogs are only put on this world to do one thing, serve you. That's the crazy thing. And I'll be honest with you before I move on and let you guys take this over. Uh, It's crazy, man, because I never was surprised growing up in Compton, being the only white dude, especially (laughs) at being backstabbed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You, You guys all been in it growing up where you grew up. You know how it is. When you get older, though, you're never surprised either. But when you turn around and see who's holding the knife, that shit starts surprising you sometimes. And you get surprised at who's holding the knife sometimes, who's backstabbing you. And that's when you start to get older and realize, all right, my circle just became small, and now right. it's even fucking smaller. And right. Uh, right. That's what I don't think uh, the new generation understands. But... It is what it is, man. But I'm I'm glad to be on the show. I appreciate you guys having me, man. I'm a big fan of Brennan's work. I, I I really just like you didn't know about Last Chance. You I didn't know about Brennan. I, I I was getting blown up by my former players and different things because I don't do social media. I got a publicist, and uh, I hate social media, man. I'll be honest, I hate that shit. Instagram mm-hmm. deleted my verified account about four months ago, and then I was really over it. I'm like, oh fuck it, I, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not about to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. And, uh so now all my people, management, everybody like, oh, you got to rebuild it. You got money in there. I'm like, man, fuck. So I had to start that over. And uh, so I, I, I to be honest, I hate social media. Um, but uh, at the same time, I see the point. I see why, uh, you know, young cats like yourself are doing it. That's like, you know, my age growing up and a cell phone hit the market. We were fucking like, damn, what's this? Like, mm-hmm. like that's what it is now for you all, for y'all. So I, I get it. Um not I'm not gonna knock anyone's hustle, but at the same time, that's just that just wasn't my shit, you know what I mean? But Fact. I appreciate you guys having me. I, I love what you guys doing. Thanks, definitely, sure, definitely. We wanna
1: um, we wanna get into uh some questions. I know hold on quick, real quick, before okay, you get into
0: ahead. that. B A. Hey, so listen, I'm not a drinker, but I just started smoking cigars maybe a year ago. Just mild. So definitely send me the, the link to go ahead and purchase some I definitely want to support.
2: Definitely. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Really, everything really. I do, I trademark my own brand. So slapdick is my brand. Everything I do, slapdick bullies, my dog, slapdick whiskey, slapdick cigar, slapdick podcast, you name it. I got my I'm own. The, I'm going to
1: get the hoodies in the, uh, in the, and the trucker. And a little bit. I, yeah, I, gotta- yeah,
2: I got that coming to him. Um, so I'll send you one too. Make sure give, give him your sizes and I'll shoot you guys some, some hoodies and, and, uh, oh, I, got the, I got the short sleeve hoodie and the long sleeve. So they're, they're pretty much, uh, they're, they're legit.
0: I'm more about that short sleeve hoodie. I love them so, man. We appreciate it.
2: Yeah.
0: But go ahead, B. I know you're about to ask some questions. Go ahead, man. Yes,
1: sir. We we gonna uh, we gonna go back and forth with some questions. But here's one of the ones that I have for you, uh, Coach Brown. So, like, I you you've coached obviously off the cameras and you've coached on camera. So I wanted to know, like, what are the major differences? Um, what was some of the complications that you had with the cameras around? Um, and then obviously with, with you talked about a little bit, but with the show coming out and then trying to coach, what were those complications like?
2: Man. Um, Brendan going to be a great um, interviewer. You got, was, <laughs> I had him on my show yesterday and I already could tell, I told my, my audience, I was like, man, this dude knows how to ask questions. He's well thought out, well prepped. So everyone listening, understand you got a good one here. So this is the thing. Listen, to, so the, the show, I never wanted. They they approached me and I declined them. And I didn't know nothing about it because I don't watch Netflix. I didn't watch the show. And apparently it was on two seasons already in Mississippi. All my coaches knew about it. I did not. Mm. So when they called, I was in a staff meeting. And I was like, man, I don't want this shit. I was in the middle of a staff meeting. I was probably pissed at a coach. I hung up. I went home, ca- talked to some mentors of mine, and professional and NFL level and college level. And they were like, Hey JB, listen, man, you, you know who you are. You're from Compton. You've helped nothing but young brothers your whole life. You know, you're one of one, you know, I, I slept on what I talked to them about and I was like, man, I woke up like, who, who am I to deprive 200 young brothers, a or 20 coaches, mostly black uh, younger coaches, who am I to deprive that opportunity if it's out there? And I'm always been a giver. I've always been a dude that puts them before up me. You know what I mean? That's how I've always thought. Um, and it's always about us. It ain't never about me. And so I I said, you know what? They called back, and I said, you know what? You guys want to come down and interview me? Go ahead. And so they came down for three days, and they uh, they met with me, and, and and basically the producer was like, Uh, be honest with you, man. uh, You're the most unfiltered person I've ever seen in my life. And I filmed president of the United States before. Um, This guy has 30 shows on Netflix. This guy's filmed Mitt Romney. He has a Mitt Romney series on Netflix. Like this guy's filmed presidential candidates, Trump, you name it. And he's just like, they think about shit uh, because the camera, you don't. And I said, I'm not an actor, bro. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm I never worried to answer your question about the camera, Brennan. I always, yeah. I always thought about the microphone fucking me. I knew the microphone mm. was gonna be my demise.
1: Mm.
2: The camera wasn't mm. gonna be nothing. Um, I, I thought that the the microphone was what was what was gonna catch me up because I was only there for those players. I wasn't there for no fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't give a shit about the movie. And to answer your question about on and off camera, I asked them, why are you there? Why are you filming me? Why do you want me? And they filmed an episode that you don't see on the show. I'm trying to get the unedited version before I sue Netflix. Um, They're trying to get me, I'm trying to get the unedited version, but that's a whole nother story, by the way. But Mm -hmm. there's a scene where I'm cussing out Bobby Bruce and I'm calling this motherfucker every other word in the book. And he goes to the dorm crying and you know, sucking his teeth. And Netflix follows him Do-do-do-do-do, cameras. And and uh this is gonna answer your question. And they asked Bobby, they said, Bobby, are you gonna show up tomorrow at five in the morning? Cause you got in trouble. And coach said, You got five in the morning workout. And and Bobby's like, Yes, sir. yeah, I'm gonna be there. And he was like, But but coach just called you. Motherfucker, shitbird, every single word in the book, and you're gonna still show up. And Bobby straight face looked at him and said, uh, yeah, coach loves me. And uh, the, the producer starts fucking crying basically, drops his microphone and is like, this motherfucker's different. I don't I don't know how this dude, this white dude is cussing out 200 black kids every day. And these motherfuckers are in his office breaking bread with him every night. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's ever been around a real deal, you know, hood interaction. I, I guess mm-hmm. I would want to say. And I don't think he understands. Juco is, is I'm as Juco as Juco gets. And I, and going back to the point of real recognizes real at the end of the day. You know, we all call these kids dumb and slow. And you want to use all these different words that we can't use nowadays about how these kids think the one thing they're not. I don't give a shit about how intellectual you are, how, what your GPA was. I don't care if you graduated high school. Ain't no kid I ever grew up with in the hood or otherwise stupid. They will see right through any lie or bullshit. You try to spit at them. I don't give a shit how smart you think they are in the books. They are smarter than you think. as far as these real deal street life go and how to judge one's integrity and uh, loyalness, different things like that, how genuine that person is, they'll see right through you. So they see through fake coaches. They see through fake recruiters. They see through fake people. And uh, that is where it came into play where, okay, damn, JB's cussing this dude out and he loves coach. Like that's crazy. So that shocked them, I think. And Mm. That is the one reason he answered to answer your question. I asked him, why do you want to film me? And he said, that was the one reason right there. When I saw that happen on, on our visit to you in three days, I was like, wow, this is different. And so that's why they chose to come there. Uh, Well, that wasn't the reason they, they found me because we had the best players in America. Uh, Mm -hmm. They went around to some four-year schools and asked a bunch of big time coaches. They, Hey man, if I were to film a Juco again, you know, what school do you think I should go to? And, they were like, well, if you want to if you want to follow a motherfucker that's that's crazy, but the best coach and recruiter in the country, this is the good place. And they were like, really? And I just took the school over. I just took the school. I was in Cali JUCO's forever. And then I was right. took another JUCO in Kansas. So I had just taken a job. I was just there a year. Um, they had basically not won a game in like six years. Uh they've only won like two games in 10. Um and we go six and four very first year. And then that's when they came knocking. Uh, okay. But to answer your question, at the end real quick, sorry to cut you off. The end of the day is being filmed after being successful, totally changed for the next season, because now you have a different dynamic. And I don't know if you want to ask that question to get into it, but the, the dynamic changed completely. And Now you have every single swinging dick in America trying to come to your program that you did not recruit simply Mm -hmm. to be on camera. And I'm just going to be honest with you, dog. That don't just, that's not just football players. That's females trying to come in them dorm rooms with fucking my (laughs) players because of cameras. That's teachers, Brendan. That's teachers, administrators, people in town. You got to understand my two seasons on Netflix Cloud Cloud is powerful. Told The most watched show ever until Tiger King broke it, broke it. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about 300 million eyeballs on this thing. Mm-hmm. And people knew that shit was popular. So guess what? You had every cancerous slapdick person coming to try to be on film. And you can only imagine, I hope you can only imagine the cancerous bad culture that it kind of created and we had a bad nucleus to be honest yeah.
1: and let me let me ask this why, why are you on that subject and I'm, I'm gonna hand it over to King um with that being considered when you look back on it how do you feel you know obviously a lot of things came from it um you know a lot of positive things came from it some negative things came from it when you look back and you look back on it all, um, you know, is there anything you would have done different, or or is there um, any different way you would have went about it, or do you feel like not,
2: you know, no regrets? You know, it, it is what it is. Man, if you know me, Brennan, or if you've ever heard my shows, I don't apologize ever, mm. and it's not a cocky, arrogant thing. It's a real thing. Like I feel that people that apologize are liars, thieves, and stealers. I, I just to be honest with you, I think they're full of shit. I think you. Every human on this earth is, right. Oh, man, right. <laughs> I, 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 I got to be honest. We are what we do. We are not what we say we do. Mm. We are what the fuck we do. Right. And we got cats out here, priests raping little boys and girls. We got politicians out here who are racist. Throwing, we got a black vice president who put more black folks in jail than fucking Donald Trump. But nobody want to bring that shit up. But the, the, the bottom line is, uh, at the end of the day, I don't ever apologize unless it's right in the face of you. So, like, if for instance, this is what I mean. Brendan, your show is a lie. You're full of shit. Uh, Coach JB, uh, I haven't ever done a show. Oh, I apologize, Brendan, dog. It was another show. That is the only time I'll apologize. It's right on the spot when I get checked right on the spot or I realize I fucking made a dumbass statement because I didn't do the research and it happened to be right on the spot. I'm not ever going to do that post. I'm never going to talk about you after Mm. that's just me because I don't judge nobody that I never met in real life. I I don't, I don't do it. Like it blows my mind how grown folks can judge you for what you do and have never met you. Don't know what your profession entails or have ever been in your shoes, but they they know exactly how to do all your shit. That's shit is that's that's the downfall of social media, in my opinion, because they can they can text all day on a phone and never get hit in the fucking mouth, and mm. and that's the problem. They they they're protected now. Where back in the day, you, you you told people in their face how it was, and you you scrapped, you knuckled up, or or or, or you shook hands and bounced. But at the end of the day. Nobody cares no more, and nobody's threatened. Nobody has any fear. So, I don't know, man. You know, it's, it's it, I don't apologize. I don't have any regrets, because I'm going to be honest, to answer your question, dog, I took the rearview mirrors out of my car. You know why? Because I don't look back no more. I ain't going that way. Mm-hmm. And hmm and, 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 and if you look in the rearview mirror, Brendan, and, and as a youngster, I'm just giving you advice, it's going to deter you from looking forward. And that's just real shit. Like, I... I stopped looking back. I'm like, fuck, why look back there? There is nothing I can do about any of that shit. And, mm-hmm. and you can't do nothing about yesterday's show. I can't do nothing about yesterday's show. All we could do is try to make this show legit and make your show better. Like, that's just how, what I hope people understand and get through their mind, man. Like, you know, uh, people say, well, coach, you know there's these cats You got to apologize. No, you don't. Why? Why am I going to apologize? So I'm going to apologize for being on a show that they they wanted me on, when they knew I was who I was. See, I I argue I, I was set up. I argue I was set up. So your question has a lot of a lot of rights and lefts to it, and they 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 chose. There's deep. This is deep shit. Now that I don't care, like there's th- there's about three parts to that. I'm thinking in my head right now, and I'm an ad libber. I don't write shit down. Go I'm ahead.
0: Go ahead. Feel- <laughs> go ahead, man. Let it go.
2: <laughs> so you asked ask me, um, do I regret it? I said no. I don't look in the rearview mirror. Uh, I- I'm only looking forward. I don't apologize either. I think fake people apologize because we are what we do, not what we say we do. Okay, we're clear there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Next part is you asked is like, do you do you know how how was uh the whole thing as far as, uh, being treated and, 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 and do you, do you, do you regret how it came out at the end of the day? And did you come up with positive things happened from the show? Right. Correct. Yeah. I was going to make a whiskey and a cigar line fucking regardless. That's just me being a hustler and who I am. I, I was, I was, once that, once I stopped coaching was my, my whole goal in life was I'm going to create a whiskey line and make maybe open one bar but I was going to make a whiskey line and I I didn't care about this. I didn't know I was going to be on a show. I was thinking this way 10 years ago. So the fairness of it is the popularity of the platform did allow me to have an easier path at creating a whiskey, making a book, getting a cigar line, speaking engagements, merch, being on, Pat McAfee show like certain things right obviously if I wasn't on this show I would never have been on those shows I mean let's just keep it 100 right right so that's just being real so that's that there is good that came out of it but at the same time Netflix fucked me I mean let's be honest and you know you know what's worse there's hundreds if not thousands of kids getting fucked even more because I'm not coaching and helping them. Mm. And Netflix has has depicted me in a manner that I don't believe anyone will hire me ever again. And that's just keeping it real.
1: That, that's why I, I asked the question.
2: No doubt. It was basically all that,
1: yeah.
2: No, I already do. And 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 the part about it is this: I've never been, I've never receive the benefit of white privilege. Because I got a black daughter, A. I got, I grew up in a black neighborhood. I was raised by sisters and I don't have many white friends, right? So I never had to re, I never I've been pulled over and we all got heat to the dome by the cops. So I didn't get the vic I didn't get the privilege of, oh you go over there, you're good. I never had that happen to me because that's who I was with, right? I was growing up in that. Pro- I was a product of my environment. Mm-hmm. Having said that, though, I've always been a leader, not a follower. I believe in leaders create more leaders, not more followers. So I, I could easily made a left, slung, dope, gangbang, you know, did those things. But I made a right because I think when you grow hair on your nuts, you know the difference between fucking right and wrong. I think every human in this earth, white, hey, and brown.
1: Coach, I'm sorry to cut you off, but when I was, when I was on your show, uh, just now, you said you said Rick Ross, you said Rick Ross made the made the left or the right. It doesn't matter. You said Rick Ross made the left or the right. You you went the other direction, so I was like, was that true? Was that are you really talking about Rick Ross? Or are you just saying his path?
2: I was raised by Rick Ross, brother. Rick Ross, Rick Ross. Like, do you know who Rick Ross is? Not
0: not Rose. <laughs> Oh nah, <laughs> yeah, no, you do
2: know the real Rick Ross is not a rapper, right? Right. Oh, my bad. You feel me? I'm
0: the youngster. Right. I'm the I'm nah, the one yeah, here. Clearly the youngster. You just showed your age. You just showed your <laughs> hey, you just show how you grew up. <laughs>
2: hey, hey, go Google Freeway Rick Ross. Hey, have yeah. you seen a TikTok, Brendan? Have you seen you're on TikTok, you're a big TikToker. Have you seen somebody on TikTok? They there was a, a TikTok. And it had the top 10 dope dealers in United States history. Uh, They did a thing on TikTok. Have you seen that one? Well, go look at it. Rick Ross is in there, brother. Oh, okay. (laughs) Dang. My bad coach, keep going. I I, I just remember you said that. The real real Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross is Freeway Rick Ross. The reason he's Freeway Rick Ross, because in L.A. and South Central, it was called the Freeway Boys. It was between the one ten and 10 freeway. There was about eight cats. One of them was my head football coach growing uh, at Compton College, um, but anyway, he's actually on Netflix with me on the show. Uh, he comes in and talks to talks to my guys, and Freeway came and spoke to our guys too. Um, but awesome. but Freeway, awesome. yeah, you got to look in that whole story. But yeah, it's a whole nother ball game. But yeah, go on, go Google the real Freeway Rick. So Freeway, the real Freeway, my Freeway, he sued Def Jam, and Russell Simmons and Rosé for using his name while he was locked up. Mm-hmm. He, he basically made hundreds of million dollars because of who my guys is. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're a rapper entertainer faking the funk, using a motherfucking dope dealer's name to make your name big. And that's what he did. That's real shit. So, um, anyway, um, so yeah, man. I, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, I made I made a right hand turn, and, and leaders create more leaders, man, not more followers, and that's just the 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 choice I I I think we all make. I don't care what color you are. I think brown, white, black, Mexican. I don't I don't really care. I think uh, I, I tell kids every day, idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Like there's a media, there's a viral thing going out there right now. A black man drove up in his truck and this fucking weirdo white dude is siphoning this motherfucker's gas. Have you seen the video? I
0: haven't seen that.
2: Yeah, it's viral, it's a big video. And this white dude is like, oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. You know, my truck ran out and the brother's like, man, fuck, you ain't gonna get my gas. But see, we don't see those videos. You You see the black kids smashing and grabbing at Nordstrom when there's white cats doing it too. But we're not showing the same video. But at the same time, I'll, I'll, on the flip side, I I'll, I'll, I'll tell black kids and, and, and grown folks every day, because I go and speak. I was in the riots in the Rodney King. I was the only white motherfucker in there. I, I was in the, the recent thing over the whole George, uh, what's the name?
0: George Floyd. I
2: was mm-hmm. were over here in Long Beach out here in Cali, and cats was out here throwing bricks and shit through black businesses. And I'm out there, and they saw me, and they're like, coach. I'm like, what the fuck y'all doing, homie? I said, this is black-owned business. Mm-hmm. I said, you ain't doing nothing but helping white folks. Like, what are you doing? I said, this ain't a white and black thing right now. And, and you and it, at the time, it was a black versus blue thing. Mm-hmm. And I know we're off topic now, but we we we, we you know, I, I that's what I do. I try to go around and make sure that I, understand, I try to tell these kids, I said, idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, brother. I said, let's make sure we're real about it. And when we recognize that shit and real recognize is real, we'll be a better fucking place. And I tell people all the time, people ask me on my show, even they're like, Hey coach, uh, you know, I take offense when a brother called me cracker. And I'm like, really? I don't, I never did. I, I like, I never did dog. Cause I grew up in, in this neighborhood where I knew the real and I did my homework and research and, and, and. he's like, well, coach, why can't we say the N word? And I go, look, I grew up in a bro- a black neighborhood being from Compton. I've I've never said the N-word, jokingly or seriously. I said it's not my word or place, in my opinion, to ever say it. And I got white, I know white folks out there trying that they these 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 Malibu most wanted motherfucking m M&M looking cats that think they can be talk black. And I'm like, nah, motherfucker, that's not your place. And cats were like, well, they call us cracker. And I go, you understand something. What was the N-word used for? Do you know? Uh, probably to degrade cats. I'm like, okay. So a word that was to degrade a race. And then that race, defending the degradation called you cracker. If they were never called the N-word, do you ever think you'd be called cracker? And then they, they think. See, the thing is, we don't teach. We're not teaching nobody no more. We don't teach shit. And, and coaching is teaching. And, and, and the problem is we don't, uh, I fuck around all the time. I'm like, man, I'm gonna run for president with Kanye's c- crazy ass. <laughs> I, the problem is, even though I'm joking, and I'll never, you know, never get to do that. But at the end I of the day, like, dude, the president need a <laughs> motherfucker like me to to reunite, to join everybody together. Because it ain't no black and white thing, dog. It's a fucking, we all bleed red, bro. And, and and we don't agree, we don't understand that shit. We think this shit is a Republican and Democrat shit. It, it ain't. We, it's it's way bigger. But that,
1: that whole thing goes back to the social media that you spoke about. That's all playing a part in dividing everybody. So I, that's, that's spot on. It's, it's going even more and more in that direction.
2: Hey, before you go on, let me ask you this. Social media, I, I love it for cats like you that can make a dollar, uh, feed their family, do things in a in a much less stressful environment. Let's keep it real. If we're at our house working and making money and making a lot of money even at that. You can't beat it. Like there was none of that going up. My dad was a truck driver, diesel mechanic. Uh, you know, I grew up in a diesel mechanic yard, my fucking nails were black, greasy black, and breaking fingers and breaking wrenches. And so I, I I respect the hard work hustle. Now, I respect the fact that when when you um hustle on social media and you got your niche and you're making it and you're killing it. But you're you're also prepping tomorrow today. You're also doing research. You got me up on Theo Vaughn behind you. You you've been researching me. See, to me, that's that's earning your keep. Um, even though that's a foul way to put it. You are researching and doing shit that is basically equivalent to what we did back in the day with wrenches and other shit, because that's not a, that's not really real no more. Like t- the world changes, mm-hmm. shit changes, shit mm-hmm. moves on. And I get that. So but you're still doing the work. And I appreciate a cat that actually does the research, does the work, turns over rocks, I like to call it, turning over rocks, figuring a way to get shit done. Too many, too many cats nowadays, man, we bitch and moan and cry and suck our teeth. And it's nothing worse than a man doing that shit. Like, there ain't nothing worse, dog. I mean, I'm being honest. I tell my players every day, you, I never better hear you suck your fucking teeth. Cause men don't have, we don't have that opportunity. We don't have that chance. You know what I'm saying? Like t- at the end of the day, it's still a man's world. I don't care what you say. And we have this progressive lifestyle now when women say, Oh, I'm the breadwinner, good. But you know what? You'll never change your fucking brakes without us. You'll never have a motherfucker checked because he disrespected you in a mall without us. And you'll never have anything that's weight bearing done without us now you can say all that other shit and i talk about it with i got a lot of women in my show and we th- we talk about it all the time openly and i'm just like look i'm a i'm the biggest woman advocate there is i'm i'm a huge woman advocate i, I do a lot of things for women i have a daughter um that's why i was so big on my players i i, I have them raise their hand hey raise your hand if you have a mom they all raise a hand right mm-hmm. so then i better not ever 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 hear you call a girl bitch. See, I, I use the word "bitch" a lot, but I never call it. <laughs> I never refer to a woman using that word. I call men that word, and and my boy King will probably rep, He's older cat. It looks like the new Brendan, but yeah. back in our day, if you ever called a man a bitch, you ready to be ready to scrap on the spot, the fighting Rit. word.
1: That's why when Rit. I seen your show, I was like, I'm like, ho, because <laughs> it was going left and right. I was
2: like, "Oh, <laughs> what's about but to man, happen?" Nowadays, y'all are on Twitter, dog, calling each other bitches.
0: Anything, man, anything online, right? What do. <laughs> hey,
2: King, they laughing. They sending the laugh like, emoji. They right? About it. Like it's cool. Nah, homie, that ain't cool. Hey, right? Yo, I'm
0: so happy you're on because yo, when me, me and B, used, me and Mister Go Thirty used to work together, and my approach and demeanor was so, they felt was so aggressive, right B? Like yeah. the littlest thing, right? Y'all think like, right. okay, Yo, you taking it too far. And I'm like, nah, I'm not. <laughs> and I'm so glad coach is on here to really validate that that mindset and that perspective. And and I empathize and understand hundred percent what coach saying a hundred ways. Go ahead, coach, let me let you finish, my bad.
2: No, no, you're good. No, uh... Shit, I'm drinking, man. I don't know where I even left off. Uh, <laughs> well, look, so let me let me do this because because yeah. I know there's
0: a lot of topics our listeners are going to want to hear you, you know, give you a piece about. But I want to ask you this really quick about the show and then we can transition to the next thing. But um, I wanted to ask you a question. The reason you did the show was for those coaches and for those players. And again, I'm not that familiar with the show. I don't know knows from your your seasons or, uh other seasons where I think some guys made it to the NFL. But the purpose of the show, why you decided, you took that nap, you took that rest, you thought about it, you said cool, let me do it for them. Was it beneficial for them? Mm.
2: 13 coaches on that show got division 1 jobs. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: nine, <laughs> nine, nine, 9 of them, 9 of them being black, 4 being white. Now, 101 kids went Division One. That that record will never be broken again. It'll never be touched by any other coach ever. Uh, that's it. that's three years. I'm talking three years. 101 kids went to a Division One school. That's you do the math. That's over 35 a year. Mm-hmm. So that'll never be touched. We had the highest GPA of any junior college football playing team in the history of junior college. We had the highest graduation rate. I never had a kid leave me and go to jail or be kicked off their four-year school. I have 236 kids that I've sent Division I. 216 of them have earned their four-year degree. 46 of those kids got their master's degree, Um, majority being inner-city youth. I mean, Black kids, for the most part, Polynesian. Um, and I have had a share of white kids, especially, you know, quarterbacks, mo Lyman. You know, it's, it's funny, it's stereotypical, but that's really what it is. And so, mm-hmm. the, see, the thing about it is when people get offended by what I say and certain things. And people always on social media, they're like, you know, uh, why are you so hateful? Why are you so, why are you always the guy on the front lawn yelling and all this? I, I'm like, I said, but dog, this is what the problem is. You guys that say that I'm hateful and yelling, I say it's the truth and it hurts your feelings. And see, that's the problem we have. And motherfuckers don't realize the truth and don't accept it and can't accept it. And it hurts them. And it, there's, it's, it's, it's become, we're so soft nowadays because motherfuckers will not accept the truth. See, back in the day, Whether we liked it or not, if it was the truth, we were forced to take it down our throat. And then we said, damn, you're right. And then we learned, and it humbled us. And then later on, we thanked that motherfucker. But see, now we're so prideful and egotistical because we're so peer-based because of social media. So our peers are winning on one side and sees us get clowned on social media. And now guess what they do? They make up some bullshit to defend themselves so their peers don't clown them. Mm -hmm. And we're so worried about our peers clowning us. And that's why, in my opinion, the transfer portal in college has become such a shit show and how big it is because, you know, Brennan is is a freak of nature coming out of high school. He starts at LSU as a true freshman. Just so we're clear, that's a one percenter. That don't happen to every single motherfucker leaving high school. Mm -hmm. But the cat that went to Alabama, who was his high school teammate, he don't play. They redshirt him. What happens? His boy at LSU starting dog. He balling. He's on TikTok making videos. He's getting the NIL deal. He's getting paid now. His homeboy though, who was a number one recruit, went to Alabama and has to sit the pine. Now he's getting clowned on Instagram. Guess what he do? I'm entering the transfer portal. Transfer I'm being played. It's political. It's whoop bam. Nah, motherfucker, it ain't. You're at Alabama. Those motherfuckers are NFL dudes. They're already been in the program. You need to earn your stripes. You need to fucking cut your teeth. You need to get some tough skin. Learn how to do it the right way. This motherfucker, Nick Saban, sent more cats to NFL than anyone. How about you learn that? That right. And, right. and you know the cool part about it is you went there, bruh. You chose to go there. Your mama and you made a decision. It's a grown man business decision is what it should be. But we don't have that no more, man, because high school coaches and parents, I I blame high school coaches, I blame parents. We're sucking each kid's dicks. We're kissing their asses. We're telling them how good they are so they don't transfer from high school to high school. But at the end of the day, they still do it anyway because you begged and sucked their dicks and you didn't tell them the truth. And the kids need the truth nowadays and they're not getting it. And that's why we've become what we've become. And it's shitty, man. It's a a fucked up deal, but that's just the truth. I talk to NFL guys every day, coaches and stuff. And they're like, dude, this shit's trickling to our level, man. It's trickling to our level. Look at Kyler Murray, man. You want to make it like, dog, you're in the man's league. You're in the man's league and you're worried about Instagram. You're worried about fucking making an Instagram post, homie. Like, dog, to me, this shit is just, it's trickling, dog. And and it starts at high school. It goes to college, the transfer portal. It's, 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 dog, there's a cat at Miami University right now. Basketball player. This is his sixth college. Mm. His sixth fucking college, Mm. dog, like. What are we teaching these young cats? Like anytime adversity, I'm scared dog. If we really go to war, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog, because I don't trust near <laughs> motherfucker on the front line, homie. <laughs>
0: I, nah, I, hey I, coach, it's funny you brought song. up the it's funny you brought up the transfer portal because I coach AAU. So you know, a lot of kids that are leaving high school trying to find colleges, man. and because of COVID, they're giving kids two years, an extra year in college. So they're trying to find the next big thing for them to get an opportunity to play professional ball. And it's just kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, saturating the market for where now, the, it, like you said, it trickles down. So these seniors are now doing postgrads, right? Because now they got to do a postgrad to kind of wait for these ones and twos and top 50s to kind of clear out. And it's just making it difficult in a you know real complicated situation outside of what it was even when I went to college. It's kind of like, look, man, like this decision you made. You know, you had that, you know, 10 semesters, that redshirt year to try to get it right, but this is kind of where you stay. So um, now nah, I empathize and understand that perspective 100%, man. Thank you for those giving that insight to those that might not
2: know. Nah, it's a, uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, por- the problem is, man, it's a meat market. And unfortunately, the kids are the pieces of meat in the market. And 90% coached by white folks at the four year level. played by black kids. We need to educate our black kids on how to make a proper decision on when you do this so-called commitment. Because Mm -hmm. what's happening is you commit to a school and you want to do this old what hat I'm wearing and all this old shit. But then you do a decommitment tweet a matter of hours later. And if you recognize, I want you guys to do a test one day. Type in the word decommitment on your text or in your Twitter or anything. Just type in decommit. And you know what's going to happen? The red line is going to come under that motherfucker. You guys know what that means? It ain't a fucking real word. (laughs) Decommitment is not a real word, homie. I try to tell these kids every day. I say, you understand decommit is not a real word because there's no such thing you committed is the whole commitment is the whole thing that's the that's work that's commit and decommit all in one there is no such thing as decommit commitment sells both sides you have committed yourself to so so you know if you commit yourself to a mental health institution can you just get the fuck out and decommit right Nope. hell nah Hell nah. Let me ask you, this. can you decommit from Walmart and go get trade and go and go decommit and go fucking work at Target? Hell nah. See that's what these cats don't get. Like motherfucking the real world's gonna hit you in the mouth real soon, dog. And it's gonna be really reality when these motherfuckers on social media don't believe your shit. And decommitting sixteen times is not the fucking way to go. But we don't have no adults telling these kids that shit because I'll be real with you, dog. If I told you right now point out Zimbabwe on a map. 99% of people can't do it. They're like, "Fuck, I don't know." Because you know why? Cuz we only know what we know and don't know what we don't know. Nobody's ever taught them where Zimbabwe is on a map. So, if we don't teach these cats the fucking difference between this and this and right and wrong and right and left and and, and a square and a circle, then we're we're where's where, where, where is where is where is guilty as they are. And, and 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 people always blame, oh uh, well, you know, it's the it's the kids. No, it's the parents. The kids have been the same ever since I was a kid, dog. It's the parents. The parents have changed, and coaches have changed, and adults have changed, and that's the problem. That you got kids hitting teachers, homie, in classes. You got kids throwing shit at teachers. Old ladies and old men. No offense to old, using the word old, but elderly folks, like, I wish I would see your motherfucking ass throw a a chair at my motherfucking grandma teaching your ass. Like, we're going to have problems. And you know what? I'm not going to you, homie. I'm going to your daddy and I'm beating your fuck out of him. And that's the problem because we ain't got no fucking, first of all, we ain't got no I can go, dog, I can give you the best rated show you've ever had, homie, because I'm going to be real and, and people don't realize that. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, Brendan. I do shit. I, I do research on a lot of shit just like you do. And I'm a single dad who had a daughter who I raised from six months till she was four with me in college. And then the mama tried everything in her power to keep her from me her whole life. And so when TMZ and you see all these videos of me and my daughter reuniting 13 years later, cause I never saw her for 13 years, Netflix founder and we, we reunited and all this shit. I did, I did research cause I did, I tried to find my daughter for 13 years and the mama kept her from me. Right. And I did research and you know what it is, dog, the real deal. There's a real thing out there that, We're so quick to be labeled deadbeat dads, especially black fathers, black community, black men. I'm gonna be honest; I've done the research on this, where a lot of cats don't realize. So I'm in. I fall into that category because I was. She was kept from me forever, and I never got to see her. I never got for whatever reason. Well, the mamas. If you Google the fucking antichrist, the mama pop up, right? (laughs) So. Having said that, though, there's a real thing, homie, that you call a dad, a deadbeat dad. But, you know, the truth of the matter is the mama's the deadbeat. She's keeping the man from seeing the daughter over and over and over. And in this America and in this society, the court system is made for the woman. The woman is going to get that kid 99 percent of the time. And what happens is that man is usually a young man. He's trying to go to school, he's trying to work or what have you. He don't have the income to go get a lawyer, to fight for custody. And you know what happens? The girl for some reason, 79%, I have the data by the way, has a single has a mother and a father who have the money to get a lawyer, by the way. Plus the woman is 99% judged by in court to get the kid and get the get the get the parental rights so the, the dad has either supervised provision or uh visits supervised visits or visitation or doesn't see him at all or her so guess what happens that man goes out and seeks to have another child because he wants to be a dad in in, in a good way now now, when the motherfucker goes out and has 15 kids, homie, from 15 different baby mamas, then we got a problem, right? Yeah. But, but there is a real data out there that men go out and, and seek to have kids because they really want to be a father and raise them. But the mamas, dog, there's these mamas out there that really are jealous. Jealous ones envy. They keep them from the kid because it's, it's crazy how, how ma, baby mamas out there are, are like the daddy don't do shit. Daddy do this. But you're throwing your kid off on your mama or your neighbor, and you out at the club, titties out, ass out, and you talking about daddy ain't doing shit. When I, I've been trying to see my daughter. I can have my daughter on this weekend right here, motherfucker, Mm. but you out at the club. (laughs) But I can't have her? Like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, miss me with that shit. That's a real thing. And there is a, there is a, uh, a a lawyer, a law firm out there um, that actually uh, is dedicated to single fathers. for anyone that's interested, and uh, I'll drop that with you guys later on and I'll give you the link okay. and, and, and the whole thing. I
0: appreciate it. Appreciate it.
2: And you know what the real shit is? And not to jump off it. I know. I'm like, like, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what your brothers do? You like white girls too much, homie. You motherfuckers <laughs> fuck with white girls, homie. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> hey, keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it 100, not me. Have. They got money. They got <laughs> daddies and mothers, and they gonna beat your ass in, ju- in the courthouse, homie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
2: hey!
1: <laughs> hey, I, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have said anything just now
0: look. I, I love it. I don't know who's gonna watch this
2: conversation. Me, oh He got caught up like a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> oh damn. Nah, man. You gotta introduce the next topic. Introduce the next. topic. I got you. I got you. So look, I'm gonna let I'm gonna <laughs> let Coach pick though, Coach. So, alright. So as you know, man, like, well, if you don't know, now you will know. Usually, this is the point in time, man. We get into some of the you know, sports topics that's going on. And there's so much to talk about right now. I know you're a football guy primarily, but um, I'm a basketball guy. You know, I don't know if you saw New York lifting mandates tomorrow. So Kyrie's back. Um, Talk about your Warriors. We could transition to all the trades and everything in football, man. It's your pick, Coach. What you want to talk about? I'm a
2: hooper, dog. I grew up a hooper. So, you know, I I played at the number one high school in America all four years of my high school. So I played with Ed O'Bannon, Charles O'Bannon. Um, we won the state title. We, we won our national title, actually three of my four years in high school, Artesia high school. That's the home of James Harden. Uh, okay. Ed and Charles O'Bannon, Ed later went to UCLA, and won a natty, uh, mm-hmm. with Charles, his younger brother, Ed was a lottery pick. He was a number, he was the pick right after KG, uh, in the 95 okay. NBA lottery, um, and went to New Jersey Nets, by the way, played for the Nets in Calipari. Right. And then uh, Charles was a draft pick in 97 to the Detroit Pistons. He played with Grant Hill and them for a few years. Both of them started in NBA for three, four years. Ed had a knee injury. But anyway, I played at a high school that was big-time hooper. So I know all sports. I kind of at least hold my own in all sports topics. But but uh, okay. basketball, you know, is my second favorite, obviously. And and so I I, I do. Kobe, to me, is the single best player I've ever, ever walked the earth.
1: Oh, Lord.
2: Uh, you know, um, Damn, coach, that's just, that's just what it is. I mean, I, I'm be real with you, King. Uh, I'm going to be real with you, King. Uh,
0: hey, listen, hey, coach, this is oh, now your show. God. This is your show, coach. Are oh, you a Kobe oh, cat? Lord. This is your coach, show, how? coach. Coach, How?
1: Coach, this I'm, is I'm, I'm, your show. Is, why is it that we well, always gotta
2: come back to this? Why is it hey, King, that the young cats don't get no homage? I don't know, hey, yo, this you're not is your you're not show, getting coach. no homage. We're not I'm saying he's not getting no homage. Bro, this, done. Kid, this is
1: victory lap now. Like, what does mean? Like, look, look, we're not saying he not getting no homage, but coach, look at the uh, numbers. They, they don't lie. You, we we can coach have, educate this
0: kid, man. I'm gonna drop the much knowledge LeBron knowledge Jordan. I'm Jordan. <laughs>
2: Go ahead, Brandon. LeBron, Jordan. Jordan's Go not my era. Go ahead, Brandon. Who's the best? Listen,
1: look, the, the, you know who we gonna say, coach. The best ever is LeBron James. Okay, but it's arguable. Look, it's it's debatable, you know, LeBron and Jordan.
0: It's not I'm debatable
2: between dick. LeBron and Kobe. Uh, my
0: dick slapped me across your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you is slapped dick pretty Why? much. Hey dog, all right, all right. Who who you, are? so look, we're gonna have a grown man conversation. You wanna go first? Oh yeah, I, coach. I, I put him in the back.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Let's go. I mean, look. The number
0: you, you tell he's me why ducking. Lebron.
2: You tell me your. Give me your Lebron. And no, no, and no. no. You, to you to go. Go. coach, coach. No, 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 brother. He, yo, he's the guest. You first. He's the guest. That's why I want him to yo, go first. first. Oh, okay. You well, first. first. When Ryan was back. on,
0: I went first.
2: Listen. When you this say is why Kobe. I got respect. I got respect for you guys. This is why I don't want to go first. If I go first, there will be no last. The mic will be dropped. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, go ahead. No, because I want to refute every point that you all say. Right, so all right. Here ahead. we go. LeBron James. All right. So listen to the deal. This, I, I don't have too many heroes that are younger than me in this world. All right. Mm-hmm. Kobe is probably the only one that I call consider a hero to me. And he's he's two years younger than me. I got to hang out with Kobe one time at a club in LA. He was 17, just got to the Lakers drafted out of high school. We were at this big time baller club in in LA and he, he was there as a rookie rolled up in a range Rover and shit. And the reason I got to meet him is because people don't know the story, but he came out, he was in straight Timbo's fucking pulled up sweats, straight East coast, Philly, New York, you know, that, that, that style. Right. And, uh, Growing up with Suge Knight, growing up in Ludus Park, Compton, obviously I grew up with Suge and, and I coached Suge's nephews and shit. One of Suge's people was Kobe's first bodyguards. So we were all there. Me and Suge were actually at the club smoking a stick in the front of this motherfucker and Suge's people was the one walking with Kobe. Kobe walking in with this East Coast lingo and all that shit. But there was some knuckleheads out there because everybody used to parking like pimp it because it was the baddest hoes in LA, obviously, at this club. So... Kobe's 17 years old, dog, bright-eyed. He don't know what's happening. He don't even know where he's at. And some cats try to test him basically from afar. And Kobe's snapped back. And that's why I respected them. He was like, you know, whatever happened, whatever was said was said. So these L.A. cats was trying to get to him. Well, Suge's bodyguard, obviously, they knew Suge. They weren't going to fuck with Suge and his bodyguard, but they knew the deal. And so everything was squashed. But Kobe went in. And so me and uh, he came over because Suge was just being Suge sitting there, me and him smoking a cigar. And they introduced him to us. And me and Suge smoking cigar, though, we we shake Kobe's hand like nothing. Like, fuck, I don't know who you are, little punk kid. <laughs> and uh and, and 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 I saw him four years later, and now Kobe is Kobe, even though he's only 21, but he's already made a name he already dominated the all-star game. He already dominated in the fucking, he, he went through the air ball era of playoffs against the jazz. And then he mm-hmm. became Kobe. And um, I see him at the UCLA pickup games. And I was with a couple of players Ed, Ed and Charles that I played with at UCLA that that knew him and got to chop it up with them. Regular real cat, like real dude shit talker talking shit, regular cat. So, like I said about you, Brendan, I'm a good judge of character. I'm like, okay, I know this motherfucker's a real one, um, regardless of what people think, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I call him a hero, and he's younger than me by two years. And when he died, mm-hmm. is the reason he got the hero tag is to obviously pass before I did, and, and that's just, just one of these fucked up things in life. So, Kobe... People don't realize what this man did. He, he, You could say he mimicked Jordan all you want. And he did for the f- simple fact he did mimic him. But he mimicked them, and he's the only person to mimic a, the greatest player ever at the time and make his shit look better. You can't do that, dog, if you're not better. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. And what happened is Kobe did not turn down last shots. He wanted them. You've seen LeBron drive to the lane just last week at the rack mm-hmm. in the game, mm-hmm. pass the ball away to say this is why, though. I know. I know the fact this is why, Brendan. this is why he does it. He doesn't want to be the sole failure. Because he wants someone else to be the failure, even though the media is gonna say LeBron made the right play. He kicked Wait. it out. The other guy has to make the play. Steve Kerr made a jumper for Col- for Jordan. Nah, homie. Jordan made the play because he was triple teamed. The motherfucker, LeBron has thrown the ball to kickers for his whole career when he had a at the ra- <clears> round. <throat> hey dog, you see LeBron dunk on Kevin Love the other night? Yeah. <laughs> You don't think he could have did the same fucking thing the other day when he kicked that shit out and lost the game? What what it was at the rim for the layup? But here, 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 here's my question, Brendan. And I know this is a this is affecting you, Brendan. <laughs> it's not affecting me. I'm hearing everything you're saying, so I'm just waiting. Name just waiting. name another ball dominant player that LeBron has ever played with in your life. Name me a ball dominant player that either Jordan played with that either LeBron played with, that any great has played with, other than Magic, because Magic played with another ball-dominant player, which is named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. LeBron has never played with one, and either did Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's ball-dominant center, by the way, was a guy named fucking Luke Longley and Bill Winnington, okay? Do you know that Kobe gets all this shit because I, I'm a true believer that you live in the now. So any generation that comes now is always about what have you done for me lately? They don't know really the greatness of Jordan or Kobe or Bird or Magic. They don't really know because they didn't see it. So Ooh. what happens is you live in the now. So LeBron is the now. The problem is that you don't see is Kobe shared the ball with the single most ball dominant human being on earth. Shaquille fucking Neal. Jordan never had a person even close. LeBron has never had a person even close. LeBron had Shaq when Shaq was 48 years old. He didn't give (laughs) him. That wasn't the real Shaq. Kobe still did what fucking Kobe did with Shaquille O'Neal averaging 30 touches a game, homie. Ain't no other player ever could even say that they've even come close to sharing the ball with Shaquille O'Neal. None of them. Scottie Pippen was a perimeter defender who was a slasher. That was the equivalent to Lamar Odom playing for Kobe. Kobe Bryant shared the ball with the most ball dominant human being the NBA has ever seen. And we don't give him enough credit for that. And that's just the mic drop, dog. Nobody talks about it enough. Jordan had fucking Bill Winnington and Luke Longley, homie. Kobe, I mean, uh, Pippen was a a wingman who thrived off Jordan's success. And you had Dennis Rodman guarding your best shooter. You had Pippen guarding your best two guard, three guard, three three, uh, slasher. You had Kerr and Bushler hitting wide open threes when Jordan dished. Also, by the way. There was no zone defense, homie. You had to play man-to-man. You can play fucking zone now. So I just want you to know, if LeBron would have played in the 80s and the 90s, he would have got his fucking ribs smacked by Detroit by Chicago, by the Lakers, by the Sixers. And you know what the problem is? I don't doubt that LeBron's freaking nature, athleticism could have played in that era. You know what the problem is? LeBron can't shoot. He can't make free throws. We would have put his bitch ass at the free throw line every fucking time. He can't make them when he counts. He can't make nothing. Jumper. (laughs) Kobe is the best two-guard defender of all time and the best clutch shooter that ever played the two-guard position. Man, he on it. He on it. Hey, coach, 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 you done? Hey, I, I, I'm only done to hear you. So if we can go back. For, I, I, <laughs> okay, ready. cool. I, I'm ready to hear you, dog. Uh, okay, I cool. Hear okay, cool. All hey. right, so all he going to do Let's start is, go is go to Wikipedia. let no, say what I'm going to
1: do, King. Don't no, say what I'm going to do. All right, go do. ahead. So, no, 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 no. Brandon,
2: before you talk, I'm going to defend LeBron. I think LeBron has the unique ability to make every team he's ever been on better. He made Cleveland, an average team, in my opinion, the best that possibly. I don't think a lot of people could do what he did. But I also also have to fight the fact that when he was in Cleveland, the East was probably the worst the East has ever been, ever. Just like Tom Brady playing in the AFC East, it was the worst it's ever been. Kobe was in the West with Tim Duncan, with fucking Portland, with Dirk. Sacramento and Weber, which was great teams. At Dirk, that Steve, Nash. You, you had oh. Phoenix, the, the West at the time. The West had dominated the NBA for so long. But back in the day when I was young, the East had dominated. Boston, the Sixers, Detroit. It was a big time. East uh, ran NBA League. And then it switched to the West probably when you were born. And then now it's back to kind of whoever has the, the big three. Is what the NBA has become now, right? Hey, coach, before we let
0: Brennan go, I got lord, just give me three seconds. You know who else makes every team better that they go on? Who else who else? Chris Chris Paul. So LeBron ain't that unique. Now go B. He was talking first of all. He was
2: talking. All right, cool. Cool. Hey, hey, look. And the cold part about it is. We ever gonna get to go? Hey, you gonna go? Hey, the cold part about it is I think CP3 (laughs) is. The most overrated point guard to ever play. What? Mm, damn. Hey, do you know who this, you know who CP three is? What? No. Candace fucking Parker, homie. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that, an, is that an insult? Hold on, you I mean, think
0: Candace, Candace overrated too? Richie, no, 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 oh, he hey, you, you think real, Candace is, you is overrated mean, too?
2: He's saying the real CP3 is Candace. The real market? CP3 is Candace fucking Parker. Fuck CP3. <laughs> oh, Candace stuff. Parker, she's number three Shit. too. He's, <laughs> a bitch. He's hurt every year, the motherfuckers hurt. All right, yeah. go ahead, B. We, go ahead, hey, B, go ahead. Hey, hey, before you answer, before you, before oh, you man. go, can't they see, they scared. They scared to let me talk, man. I, uh, this is Kobe I, fans uh, for you. you they have, never want to hear. Segue. Do you have like a segue or music or anything? No. Nah. <laughs> ain't that advanced yet. We got to hey, get. Hold up. Let me. Let me. uh Provide some. All right. Hold up. Let me. I got. I. Hey dog. I can do this all night. I don't know if you guys can, but I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a, I got a hip. I got to hit my man, Brandon. Man, we gotta get this LeBron shit. I gotta. I gotta tell. I gotta show him real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. He, he, I don't understand this cat, dog. He, he really thinks LeBron is the guy when he, uh, LeBron has one game winner in a meaningful game. You know when it was, he banks out of the three against Orlando.
0: Hey, coach, but that goes to your point where people ain't got their own mind, man. They just follow what they heard, what they hear, man. <laughs> you no. Know,
2: yeah, I, 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 I'm,
1: I'm following think what I heard. Good look, all that shit, man. Okay, look, look, look. So we going, we going, we going, we going to get things. We're going to get things started because... Hey, man, let me, let me let me refresh my glass. I'll be one minute. All right, go ahead and refresh the <laughs> glass. Let's take an intermission while you refresh the glass. I'm going to be back. <laughs> And I know, and I know King over here excited too, because he man, got chopped out. Hey, got, listen, got...
0: I'm, I'm, I, I, look, man, I'm playing my position right now. I'm listening to him. <laughs> <Like, laughs> wait till you, ro- I don't know if you've been looking in the camera. Just wait till that segment. That gotta be the segment we post. <laughs> we ain't
1: even, we ain't even, we ain't even, uh, go to the. Uh,
0: yeah, we, we You ain't even supposed listen. to, you ain't even supposed to do this. Lose the wall. Oh, hey, listen. Well, You're right. Good. So, everybody everybody listening, this might get edited out, but. <laughs> it's all good. It's oh, all money, man. We love it. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Come and throw a
1: chopper
0: down, just pull up the seat. Let's go, man, Jason Brown, just squeeze. Come through the chopper down, the My man got his own theme music. I love it. We got right. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, Justin, what you doing, it? man? Give well, us our own well, music, man. We about
1: to, that's what I'm saying. We about to get on StreamYard, bro.
0: Nah, we could do that.
1: To get on stream, nah. Like it's it's gonna it's a lot of more like features and stuff that, that we can use you editing
0: this out or what? Yeah,
1: oh yeah, yeah. No, like Justin's gonna edit this part out.
2: Uh, all right, I'm back.
0: All right, let's get it.
1: All right, let's get it. So, first of all, we we spoke about LeBron and not wanting to take uh uh last shots or shots in the clutch, whatever you want to talk about, whatever. But as far as game-winning shots, all right. He leads he leads the league with 17. I know they're all meaningless. Attempts, attempts. He doesn't lead the league. Vince, uh, Vince Carter led, but it was it was uh, uh 50. So he's he uh, well he doesn't he's not necessarily ranked up there, but whatever it, it it's 50. Kobe's at 56. So you know Kobe he, he got all this heart and he, you know what I'm saying, but you know, six more. So let let's 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 keep it going. So already debunked. All right, so now, here's the thing. Kobe fans, they always want to talk about subjective things, right? I saw Kobe. I met him at a club. He was dressed nice. Um, you know what I'm saying? da 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 This person tried to hit him with a ball. He didn't flinch. It's all subjective things that I'm going – I'm going to go and dive into the, the actual numbers of
2: who these players – who these players were. But those aren't subjective – right. Those are real hands-on, tangible things, but it's yeah, subjective. I, subjective. It's
1: subjective when his his subjective. What I'm saying, you're you're saying, Kobe was this type of person. Here's what I'm really getting at: Kobe was this type of person in the clutch. Kobe was. This is what he reminded me of. Um, he he showed me. He reminded me of Jordan. He he had Jordan in his game. He emulated Jordan in his game. Um, this and that. That's something that we can't look at as far as numbers and, and stack it up against somebody else. So when we're having a debate, what are we going to do with that, is what I'm saying.
0: They're going to do a lot with that.
1: No, you, it's not much you can do with it. It makes up the story. You, you can say, it makes up the
2: whole story. Yeah, it's, 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 and that's what it is, story. And that's why I'm... Let me... That's, that's why I'm talking about subjective. We're just having a conversation, but while you're on that topic, like, to, so subjective... The way you get through subjectiveness, and I'm being... Devil's advocate. I'm playing both sides here. Who do you know? And you're going to end up meeting these people, by the way. I've had the luxury of being on this show that's globally watched, and I've met these certain people, and now I've become cool with a lot of different people. Well, you're going to do the same. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I've met certain people that have had to guard both of these people in their prime. Okay, one of the people being Matt Barnes. I'm pretty close with them. Shout out to Matt. I love Matt, man. He's he's the one that the infamous ball at the face was thrown Mm -hmm. at. Right. Right. So. He's going to wear a suit on ESPN and tell you what you want to hear. But in person, I'm just going to be honest with you. He he, I'm really, really close with Danny Green. All right. I don't know if you know Danny Green, when they won the bubble championship in the Lakers, he rocked my slapdick cigar. He rocked my slapdick whiskey for me. He shot it out on stories on Instagram. We've become real close. I've been to his crib. He'd been here uh, with his, his wedding. He got he got married. Those two guarded them both in their prime. Danny Green was a rookie on Cleveland, by the way, with LeBron. A lot of people don't know that.
0: Dancing Danny. So That's when they were calling him Dancing Danny.
2: Yeah, so... Yeah. Danny's a fucking nutty gutty winner. You can say what you want. That motherfucker just wins. By the way, he's all-time winning uh, three-point shooting in the playoffs. He's one of the all-time three-point shooting leaders. But anyway, they will both tell you off the books. It ain't even close. Now, I'm just telling you because LeBron, listening to Matt Barnes and Danny, who are both defenders by nature, right? We know them as defenders and possibly hitting a big three or something, mm-hmm. like a Robert Ory. Ooh,
0: that's a tough comparison.
2: They yes. had, yeah, you're right. They had to defend yeah. <laughs> this man in their prime, though. LeBron was a much easier guard than Kobe. And not only do they say it, they've said they've talked to other greats like KD and other ones that'll say the same thing because LeBron is going to muscle you slash to the rack because he knows he cannot shoot or he don't have the confidence in popping up on you. Now LeBron hits a three here and there and he hits a couple jumpers here and there. We, we get it. But now he's using that to his advantage because he's such a great slasher and driver, right? So he's starting to have the confidence of popping up on you and all this. Kobe could do whatever the fuck he wanted at any time, dog. And you had to understand, Shane Battier. Kobe Bryant told me in my face, Shane Battier was his toughest guard. Shane Battier guarded Kobe better than anybody because he put his fe- he put his palm in Kobe's eyes just like this every time he shot a jumper. And he said, when Kobe hit every fucking jumper in my fucking palm, I knew that was motherfucker was different. And like. Um, Matt and them tell me the same thing. He's like, you know, it's 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 easy to guard a cat when you know he ain't going to drill your eye out at any time and, and then still have to defend him slashing by you and banging on you. Um, Kobe did uh, all that shit, dog. Okay, did-
1: okay, cool, cool. With all that being said, all I'm saying is um, we watching LeBron about to take the, the scoring title. So, hey, you know... This person said he's harder to guard. This person says he's harder to guard. Okay. Well, Kobe, I mean, sorry. LeBron's about to um, you know, eclipse Kareem Abdul Jabbar for this for the all-time leading score. So that's that's all I'm saying as far as coming back to that. So he may not be the harder guard. He's getting his points. He's scoring, he's scoring the basketball.
2: Let me ask you this: how many more games did LeBron play than all those other guys? How
1: many he more? Don't know, games? Coach. I mean, he don't so, know, coach. So far, I mean, so far well if we look at averages his average is still higher so we can go ahead and, and cut that out too but i mean I can go and look at exactly how much i'm not gonna do that here
2: this, and, I, and the I,
1: point and is I Kobe's played Kobe i mean Kobe played i think more seasons or the same amount so far he probably played less games um
2: well, no, LeBron. leBron's played more playoff games because of let me ask you this before i even say this stat i'm not looking up nothing by the way but let me ask you this hmm Do you agree in comparisons of eras?
1: Yeah, so it depends on yeah, so it depends on the era. So you would have to, you would have to look at you know what's going on in this era versus the next, and put like for example in football, it's a past happy uh, because I'm just being
2: subjective. I'm being objective. I'm being subjective. I'm being uh, like trying to be gray. My thing is. I look at all sports because I'm a realist and I try to be real and I'll and I give everyone their shot and their kudos. Like I think LeBron's one of the most freakish of nature athletes that ever have played. No doubt. Um, him and Shaq, in my opinion, and now Zion, I think are the three greatest athletes that probably ever strapped it on. Now that doesn't mean they're the best basketball players. Right? So I do not believe that LeBron could have played in the eighties or the nineties, I argue this with everybody and everyone's like, you crazy. He's a freak. He could have, he would have drove. I said, no, he wouldn't have because you weren't around. You don't know. Like Brennan, we could talk until we're blue in the face, but you, you, you can tell me that LeBron's a freak cause you see him now, but you did not understand that there was dudes out there like Rick Mahorn and Charles Oakley and, 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 and Lam- Lambeer, that's all they did. Dennis Rodman would have clotheslined that motherfucker every And
1: coach time. that's that's cool. That's cool, but like I said, and I, this is the thing when you get into a Kobe, LeBron, no, no, no. Debate, the only reason I say this that is where we always go. Yeah, yeah. I don't want no, to go but here. The only reason
2: I say that being being on your side on this, the only reason I say that is because I believe Kobe would have played in that era and dominated too because he could shoot See, LeBron can't shoot, and that is the problem. See, when you played in that era, if you could do both like Jordan, like Magic, like Bird, like you could play both because you could get fouled and go to the line, or you could go to the rack. LeBron seen only LeBron go shoot go We've rack. seen LeBron shoot, and we've seen him get a, a
1: higher um, a, a three-point percentage than than. than, than LeBron and, shoots 35% and, and
0: from the three right now, which is ranked 86th in the league out of 150, just so we know.
1: Cool. Yeah, I know that. I know that ring, and I think Jordan's was Jordan's was below his. Um, I think Kobe's was probably similar below. Now I'm so, talking.
0: I'm, so you said no. You just made a point of saying that LeBron can shoot. So and 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 again, Coach right, didn't bring we, this perspective up. But hold on. But well, Coach didn't bring this perspective up. But there are three levels to basketball. Kobe can dominate on all three levels. LeBron can't dominate on all three levels. Okay, hold on. What's, hold long, on, hold on, hold what's a lost hold on a in basketball a today is Let me show you. Let me
1: show you where uh, LeBron can dominate. The numbers. Four to one, season MVP, okay? <laughs> um, uh, finals MVP, four to two. Let's keep going. Um, <laughs> I know NBA, all NBA first team. No, no, be quiet. All NBA first team, 13 to 11. That's where you he can dominate. Let's keep going.
0: <laughs> Kobe, uh, Kobe, Kobe, team, Kobe has, has, oh, Kobe has the most all NBA offensive defensive going. Assist, leader. One, game.
1: assist leader, one to zero. Let's keep going. Score leaders. what? Let's keep going. You feel what I'm saying? Like, So that's where he can dominate, the numbers, right? He's above him on the all-time scoring list. Let's talk about that, all right? Y'all want to continue to go to these uh, subjective uh, uh, things about what would have happened and what could have happened. Listen, let's talk about what could, because there's a lot of subjective things that we can talk about uh, with LeBron, and we can say, hey, if Kobe's in that same situation as as LeBron, does he take that Cleveland team to as many um, uh, finals as, as LeBron was able to? You he don't get
0: swept in the finals. Kobe it's doesn't it's
1: get swept in the lot. finals. Kobe it's doesn't get swept in the finals. LeBron's been to more finals than, than than Kobe. He doesn't get swept in the finals. I don't, I don't care. He's and been there. So when Kobe didn't get there, there,
0: right LeBron there, LeBron was there.
2: Show me a week of work that LeBron's ever came close to like that. That's one ooh, week. Of work. Ooh, I can show that's you one week. Show you a body of work. Ooh, I can show you that's one work week.
0: Work,
1: Coach. I can show ooh, you a career One week. That's one week. That's one week. Always stop. That's where this argument will always stop. When I tell you, when I put the numbers in your face, numbers that we all know don't lie. We know men lie, uh, women lie, they everybody lie. lie. Numbers hey. don't. And numbers, numbers are do very lie. misleading. Numbers do lie. Very and I just gave them to you.
2: Hey, I'm gonna. I don't wanna. Me. I don't want this to be the whole, the whole, the whole time. Hey, hey look. Hey, so, hey, so, hey, let's hey. Go. Let I, me I, I combat. Let me back real fast though. I'm gonna combat your numbers that lie real quick. Okay. Go ahead. You gave me an MVP deal, yep. okay? I just talked about it on my show, so it is really near and dear to my heart because I was just defending Kobe on this. Let me ask you something: Who gets MVPs in NFL? Is Mostly it the best player? Is it the best player or is it the popular one? Who gets the MVP in the, in in major in, in Major League Baseball? Is it the best player or the popular one? Who gets it in the NBA? The popular one. I doubt who gets it in the NBA. Let, Kobe got one MVP. If you can sit here Kobe. and tell me straight face so that Kobe only deserved one coach. MVP, All right. but then but I'll, I I'll never, feel, I'll never tell you. Coach. But I, I know you're a realist. I, I the, know the you're a realist. I know you're a real human. And I know you're a real one. Do you oh, yeah. think so? That's, that's, so that's I just want to cool. bring, bring this up. Kobe, up. Kobe lost two years Kareem, in a row to Steve Nash. If you think Steve Nash deserved Michael, one of those MVPs Michael, over he he here, Steve Nash is better than Kobe. Kobe. you're Kobe. crazy as a pool motherfucker. Pool and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just telling you ah. my LeBron's opinion. But you're hit, you're gonna, you know you're why my Kobe you're faced a rape charge case for three years? Why is you understand people do not vote on shit when you are a controversial dude, or if you're an asshole, Kobe was an asshole because all he cared about was winning games. Guess what? Nobody liked Kobe on his own team either. And you know what? No coaches like me. You know what though? I got him fucking jobs. It's all about what have you done for me lately? I get you hate me now. Love me later, homie. Look at Kobe now. He will be more loved than LeBron will ever be. Not only because he died, but because of why the, the asshole that he was during has made greatness after. And People that, that is
0: respect him, leader. the younger generation that is following Kobe is what's going to be his legacy. How these the guys now are trained. That's why I don't want this to be that. I respect the hell out of Kobe. Nah. I respect the hell
1: out of Kobe. I, I, I'm somebody that, that, that watched, you know what I'm saying, Watch him talk. Um, even post-NBA, his mindset on business, on work ethic, that type of stuff. I listen to that. I draw in from that. What I'm trying to say is on that basketball court, the entire body of work, LeBron was better. And, and coach, I want to answer your, your your point real quick because you said, you know, how many more should Kobe have won? I can say how many more should Le- LeBron have won? We can go back and look and say, LeBron should have won it here. LeBron should have won it here. Yeah, no
2: so, doubt. That's I what I did. do. That. It is That's what it
1: is. The numbers are up on the board. Yeah, four to one. That's, That's my point.
2: I'm, I'm relaying. But, but we got to be honest. Could have,
1: both could have got more.
2: I agree. But my my point is though, LeBron has always been loved. Kobe never was loved. And how loved was was Jordan? He was he loved. Was he loved because, his MVPs up. But how loved was he? He was hated by his players and feared by his opponent and and revered by the media. The media is who picks these MVPs. You got Stephen a Smith homie who played at a black college who played division three was a backup point guard thinking he is better at calling out quarterback play in the NFL than me. Like this is who you have voting for these people, dog. Like it's a joke. It's a mockery. It's a slap in the face. And if you think Steve Nash, if you think any, I'm gonna be honest with you, Tracy McGrady not being in the top 75 is the biggest slap in the face. Man, what of, of anybody? Uh I'm gonna be Man. honest with you because I'm gonna be real with you. Tracy McGrady to me is the only more effortless score in NBA history than Kobe. And Kobe said Tracy McGrady
0: was the hardest guy he ever had to guard. Exactly. T Mac was a man. He was
2: a dog. <laughs>
0: so, so as 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 much hey dog, as but you got I need
2: top seventy five over him. Right. Get the fuck out of here! This motherfucker's a bleeder, homie. He's just <laughs> he's as thin as fucking wind, homie. That motherfucker's soft as baby <laughs> shit.
0: Hey, coach. Listen, man. As much as I would love to continue any conversation with Kobe, man, we. We tend to have a time on the show. We and and the thing is, what's beautiful about it, is we definitely gotta have you on because there's so much more, man. I personally, as a sports guy, would love to pick your brain about, man. You've given us great content, um, and a lot of insight into who you are and your story. I dearly appreciate it. I know Mr. Go 30 do too. Definitely. Um no, but I again, much
2: love. Hey, I nah, definitely. The only reason I'm in, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing with you all cuz it's like real shit. It's, you guys are real. It's it's a kickback deal, but we I know we got to get to business. You got to handle your show. So, uh no doubt about it. I I'll come on anytime for y'all.
0: Now, listen, and this is what we are going to do. We we I'm going to have you on. We're going to get Ryan Ryan back on it. <laughs> like <laughs> me and Coach are going to destroy whoever wants to talk about Kobe Brown. But like I said, yo, this 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 is a uh, Another episode built different, man. This is your boy King. You know, you can find me PG underscore crown, underscore King. Um, really real quick plug, man. My boys, my kids just started a youth sports apparel, man. It's called Clutch King. So if you ain't got an opportunity to check it out, man, definitely check it out, support the youth. Um, B, let them know where to find you, bro.
1: Yes, sir, man. Uh, Mr. Go 30 on all social media platforms. That's mrgo O three zero. TikTok obviously is a dot in between. Um, I've been talking to somebody from TikTok uh, just recently. So hopefully we can get that, we can get that figured out. Uh, But yeah, man, y'all know where to find me. And um, I appreciate y'all support, ongoing support. Um, And then coach, coach Jason Brown, thank you so much for coming on the show and um, go ahead and please let everybody know where to find you. Let everybody know about your product. If you want to be found.
2: I'm, I'm so over that shit. Hey, these motherfuckers can find me, dog. Hey, shit. I, I, <laughs> hey, 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 dog. We'll talk about it later. I'm good. They find me if they want to find me. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> nah, that's love. That's love again, yo. This boy King goes different with mystical thirty. We out. Feel it. We out. America got a thing for the skinks. They love me. Black Chuck Black Scully. Love the Pele I take spit over rainbow. I'm a fan. who got this silver duct tape on my. Th- the women in my life bring confusion so like need no one check, jack I'll not that look at me this is the life I thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E A-V on YouTube